We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place exclusive interviews with players coaches and team executives streaming live and always available on demand stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the odyssey app welcome to the back brief i'm rod rodriguez i got jack murphy here uh we are literally live watching uh the Trump, the the President Trump supporters breaching the U.S. Capitol. Uh, the president is silent. And um, this is a little this is crazy. This is absolutely insane. Jack, uh, what's your take on this, man? Yeah, well, yeah, I'm watching the uh, the video right now as apparently they have breached the Capitol building in Washington, D.C. These are, um, you know, pro Trump protesters. Um, I'm, I'm thankfully I haven't seen any sign that of uh, them being violent or anything like that. It's probably just a trespassing. Oh no, here they are. They're actually inside the building. They're in the building. Like yeah, they have yeah. breached security. Um, I I'm worried. This this situation makes me worry because I know that one of the big things that you know some of these groups do is they bring firearms with them. Um, what happened? And I think that that this is something that the security team is very well aware yeah. of. And that, that if they open fire, then they will return fire. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, the problem is that we have, for the last few years, I've felt, been at the precipice of a event, and that event would be, uh, in my mind, is something like the Boston Massacre. What what I mean by that uh, is that. We are on the precipice of some sort of attack or assault or shooting or bombing or something that is going to be the, the trigger that is going to precipitate a much larger armed movement. Um, and I'm not trying to directly compare that movement to you know, the, the American Revolution in 1776, as many people would like to. Uh, I'm just saying that you know, an, an event like that, it, it could be a, an event of domestic terrorism that triggers a larger armed movement, an insurgency even, if you will. And I, I think that these, these people, in these people, I'm talking about a certain subset of Trump supporters, of pro-Trump supporters. I'm not talking about all Trump voters or you know, all conservatives or Republicans, but there is a certain type of Trump supporter who has been walked right up to that precipice, right up to that cliff, the edge of the cliff, by being told that there is a deep state uh, that there are these pedophile sat Satanists who are running our government, that they have been told that the election, that our lawful democratic elections have been compromised, that they're, that they're rigged, that the presidency was stolen from their candidate. And if you really believe those things, if you internalize them and you believe them deep down, then of course you would pick up a gun and wage war 
against those entities. Um, and I, I don't believe any of that stuff is true. I don't believe any of these QAnon conspiracy theories. But if I truly believed deep down that our government was run by satanic pedophiles and they were rigging the election, I would be an insurgent as well. I mean, Rod, you and I were soldiers. I mean, we've been overseas. I mean, you you know the deal. Like, you can understand why the locals don't, you know, they, they don't uh, um, respect an imposition upon them. And, you know, they, somebody they know gets roughed up, we blow down the wrong door and, and, you know, kill their nephew and they get pissed off about it. So if you truly believe that these things are happening here in the United States, why would you not pick up a gun and assault the Capitol building? And I, I hope that's not, I hope they have not picked up guns. Um, they've broken inside. That's, we, we know that much so far. And I, I hope that it does not turn to, to violence especially with firearms or, or some other type of weapon. Um, this could go downhill really, really fast. I'll be honest with you, Jack. I think it's going to go downhill real fast. I'll be perfectly blunt with you. I don't think this is going to end well. Uh, a lot of the groups that are there, uh, the Proud Boys already said that they were going to be there, quote, incognito. Uh, a lot of these groups believe that uh, not only should they be carrying their firearms, that they they don't really care about the rules that are in place or the laws that are in place in, in the Capitol. Uh, I I have I, I have a really sinking feeling that this will turn south. I hope it doesn't, but what we're seeing is is pure chaos. This is not the American system. This yes. is not the way that we should be doing business. And I do not believe that this is a representation of most folks that support the president. I think that most Republicans uh, are looking at this shocked. They are looking at this with uh, a level of disgust because this is what our polit this is what our political climate has got to. And what's what what I think is fascinating too is that had this been Democrats, if this had been uh, a, a Democratic uh, or, or a Democratic Party shoot, offshoot or splinter group, uh, whether it was Black Lives Matter or whether it was some Antifa group or whether it was whatever, uh, the right would be up in arms. They'd be like, this is crazy. See, we, we told you. Um, Ron, none of this, none of this is coming out of thin air. I no. really want to, I really want to put the, you know, put my foot down on this particular subject that we have been leading up to this for decades now from the collapse of the Berlin Wall, which ended the uh, dualistic or bipolar sort of worldview, the clash between democracy and, and or capitalism and communism that or that went away. Then 9-11 happened, the 2003 invasion of Iraq, the 2008 housing crisis, uh, the election of President Trump. We've had these events happening. And now you're seeing, you know, also on the left, uh, the, the establishment of autonomous zones in the, the Northwest. Uh, you're seeing these, uh, the, again, the certain subset of Trump supporters who no longer recognize the legitimacy of our government. What we're seeing is a hollowing out of the institutions over a period of decades that this has been going on for, that, the, the, that our country, our, our nation, our government has lost legitimacy. The classic Max Weber definition of the state, that the state is whoever can claim the legitimate monopoly on the use of violence within a, a, a certain set of national borders, that is the state. Well, that is going away. Our government has lost 
the legit the sole legitimate claim on the on the use of violence now there are all these other groups that are springing up and they are claiming it for themselves where do we go from here uh, i'm seeing the house floor now being evacuated uh when people watch this, this is going to be probably old news to you but you understand that jack and i are watching this in real time as it's unfolding uh, Congress people are being told to hide under their chairs and desks. Now, listen, I am all about reforming Congress, reforming the Senate, reforming everything that the, the current uh, way of doing business. I'm not a fan of, you know, 60 year congressmen. I love the idea of a term limit for Congress. I'm a big proponent of that. I like shaking things up. But what I, I think there's a difference between reform and revolution i think yeah this, this is, this is not, a huge this is difference not, this is not reform this is mob rule this is mob rule 100 percent. now jack you you mentioned some key words here that kind of stuck out in my mind insurgency i know uh like i alluded like i said earlier proud boy said we're showing up or we're going to be incognito to me that's an insurgency this is people uh trying to effect the government through mob mentality, through through violence, and they're being secretive about this is an insurgency. It's it, just the other day in Queens, New York, someone, uh, a pro-Trump activist, set up a car to look like it was a bomb and put Black Lives Matter signs on it and, and tried to and, and created this huge bomb scare. So it's you're seeing these people trying to do like false flags as well, where they're trying to make it like the other side is doing these sorts of attacks. And we see that all over social media. We see people posting up uh, videos about, you know, uh, one of my personal favorites is uh, folks that are wearing red masks will be unvaccinated. Blue means you're vaccinated. They're turning that into a political thing. We, and we, that's not we true. Even, we even saw in Germany, uh, there's a big New York Times article about it. This guy in Germany who is a neo-Nazi and he was disguising himself as an immigrant, as a Middle Eastern immigrant. And he was plotting some sort of assassination. Uh, these are these are the people that are, they're called accelerationists, and there are much smarter people than I am on, on this particular subject, but they are trying to speed up what they see as the inevitable destruction of the state. It goes back to what I was saying about the hollowing out of these institutions and the and the feelings that our government no matter has no longer has legitimacy. They're trying to accelerate the destruction of the nation state of our government. Jack, the president has remained pretty silent about this so far. Uh, as of right now, uh, the only person that said anything that, that I'm seeing reported is Donald Trump Jr. Uh, saying this is wrong and not who we are. Uh, the president's not saying anything. Should he be saying something? Should the president be saying anything? Should, he's, he's quiet right now. I mean, for crying out loud, the Capitol has been breached. The Capitol building is breached. Why I mean, isn't he, the president he, saying something? He's, he's been saying, I mean, he has been instigating this. I mean, quite frankly, our president has instigated so much of this. He he has failed to come out and, and put it in instead of de-escalating, instead of trying to calm people down. Our president has done everything he possibly can to keep us divided and angry with each other. And he has perpetrated this whole, uh, you know, stop the steal conspiracy theory since he lost the election. And I mean, this is the inevitable result is, is, is that people, you know, his supporters, his diehard, hardcore supporters take that seriously. And again, if you really believe that the election was rigged, why would you not take some sort of action? I mean, democracy is dead at that point from their perspective, right? Here's where I, I, I this is slippery slope and we've slipped. 
uh, we are slipping and continuing to slip. And here's where the logic starts falling apart. Uh, a lot of these, the the folks at the Capitol building right now, uh, waving American flags. Uh, somebody, the irony is I've seen a couple of flags that were black and white with the blue stripe down the middle. Uh, these are people that that claim to support veterans, that claim to support our military uh, service members and claim to support the police, yet they're out there breaking down these barricades, uh, fighting the police, hitting them, and assaulting the, them. And these these people, they see themselves as patriots, like probably not a single one of them. Well, maybe I shouldn't say that, but very, very few of them hate America. Very few of them are, are, are anti-American. They see themselves on the side of the American people, and they see that the, the, in their view, our soldiers, our troops, our police officers, and all the, the good patriotic men and women who serve our country have been betrayed by what they see as usurpers and conspiratorial, you know, sinister villains in our government. Um, so, yeah, they, they, they are going to, um, you know, back the blue. They're going to support the troops and all of that, at least. But now we're getting into a conflict of the definition of words. How do you define patriotism? How do you define freedom? How do you define nationalism? Um, these words, you know, the, these conflicts are fundamentally over the definition of those types of words. I, I, I think that the slippery slope lies in we believe we love police except for these police. The ones that are blocking the Capitol building. Well, we, and and we love becomes, the Constitution, right? Until the Constitution says <laughs> that we're not going to get what we want in this particular instance. And these same folks are probably some of them are veterans themselves. Some of them are claiming to be pro uh, pro military, pro police. Well, what happens when the national the National Guard is going to get called in? Let's be honest. I think the, the I think the, uh, the DC police were I, saying they wanted yeah. the National Guard before this. They were talking about bringing them in as a precaution, well, the situation is gonna definitely call for the National Guard. National Guard shows up, what are they gonna do? So these folks that claim to be pro-police, uh, pro-soldier, are you going to assault those those Joes that are in the street trying to keep the peace? Are you going to hurt them? This, and this is what we went like, through six months ago, man, right. where they called in the 82nd Airborne and we came this close. We came within a hair of having paratroopers deployed into the streets of Washington, D.C. to fight protesters. Well, it would have been a disaster. Well, what do you, what do we think is going to happen here? These people breached the Capitol building. They were ready to call the 82nd. They were that far from calling the 82nd, as you said, and nothing had happened. I mean, they were in the streets, but they hadn't breached a building. These folks breached the building. It's happened. I, I mean, imagine if Antifa had breached the Capitol building. Trump and all his boys would be going crazy. They'd be 100%. going ballistic. It, it, it had been a massacre. That would have been the massacre you're talking about. You were alluding to. That would have been a, a, a new uh, a new domestic massacre and, and this still could be and, and, to, still be could be. and to be perfectly clear i do not want to see these these pro-trump people gunned down no, that is absolutely God the last thing damn, i, I no. want to see happen. no 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 um no, and, but I, I'm, I'm afraid i i am afraid of, of what could happen in, in this situation where I, i'm with you lose their lives i'm with you 100 percent. i don't want to see these people get killed uh, first and foremost they're american citizens they're americans like you and i these are the people that you and i have sworn an oath to defend, uh, to, to, this is our countrymen. This is our people. These are our people. Regardless of their political position, these are still Americans. I love them all. I don't want to see anybody get hurt, but, but more than anything, the minute a bullet is fired, the minute we engage in a firefight, 
between the police and these protesters. We are opening Pandora's box. We are, op- we are letting the genie out of the bottle, and it's going to be very hard to put the genie back in the bottle. Ask it's- any South American country what happens when the government fights its own people. You get martial law. You I- get emergency powers and these things are never given back these genies are never put back in the bottle i i mean i've seen it myself in syria and my trips over there reporting i mean the civil war starts off with protests and and people you know maybe they're fighting for freedom um real or perceived and then the government cracks down they get they crack down um you know uh maybe harder and and more brutally than they should have initially um, the protesters, um, they turn into insurgents and they start fighting back. And there's no end to that. Like it just goes I, as these two sides try to one up each other. Uh, and it could turn into a whole spat of reprisal, assassinations and bombings. And I know that sounds maybe a little bit alarmist of me. And I don't want to scare people. I'm not trying to do that. But I mean, I've studied a lot of these conflicts, as you have, Rod, and I, I know I've made the comparison to Italy's years of lead in the past, in the 1960s and 70s, where you had um, far left and far right terrorism, so-called black terrorism and red terrorism, or fascist terrorism and communist terrorism. And I, I, uh, I'm really concerned about that. People are blowing up my phone right now and hitting me up. They're asking me if this is something that JSOC would get called up for. Um, is it? Is it? Should? should is this? the thing that we activate the 82nd for is this something jsoc would intervene in they're going to activate all kinds of people it doesn't mean they're going to get deployed but they're going to i mean here's the thing when our elected representatives feel threatened all of a sudden all kinds of options come out of the closet um because they're going to take care they're going to want to take care of number one right they're going to they're going to look to take care of themselves and protect themselves um and it goes back to losing the legitimacy of the state it's an insult to our government um, they, they fear losing that monopoly on violence. So they are going to want to crack down. Now, they're going to activate all sorts of different elements. But who ends up getting deployed, I, I don't want to predict. I just say that when you, if you have a, a, full, a full-blown insurrection happening in Washington, D.C., that we're not there yet. But if that does happen, yeah, it's quite possible that the military gets called in. The 82nd Airborne uh, Joint Special Operations Command and others and the president, I mean, for some of those elements to deploy, the president needs to either invoke the Insurrection Act, that would probably, the 1807 Insurrection Act would probably be the easiest way to do it. There are other waivers that may have to get signed to have active duty soldiers deployed um, uh, uh, within the United States um, and to get around the posse comitatus. Uh, so, but yeah, it, it's going to get dicey. But does this, this actually present a different, a new problem, though? Because you just mentioned the president has to do this. Yes. The president doesn't want to end this. The president yeah. has remained silent. He seems to be okay with this. What about the rest of the government? Can any other body activate the military, the National Guard, other than the governor, to say this needs to be squashed? Governors can activate the National Guard on their own unilaterally. Uh, the United States military, the active duty military answers to the national command authorities, plural. So that is the president of the United States and the secretary of defense. Now, the secretary of defense has some unilateral powers. Um, they can, he can move troops around pretty much however he wants, um, but he cannot deploy them without presidential authorization. That, I mean, the White House will have to clear that. And if the president doesn't, this can go on. 
ostensibly. I mean, I I, I, I suppose they're going to call on federal law enforcement. But I mean, if the White House drags their feet on this and is not aligned with Congress or the Department of Defense or the Department of Justice and, and so on and so forth, I mean, th that's just going to add a huge, huge layer of complication to all of this. I, I mean, I can't imagine all of that getting getting sorted out in the courts and hashed out while the Capitol building is occupied. This is the thing. We don't know where the bottom is when we get to a certain point here. Like we're getting into uncharted territory here that we've never been in in our history before. Jack, you said that you didn't want to scare people. I do. I think you should be scared. I think that if you're listening to this, you're watching this, this should frighten you. This should terrify you. This is how democracies fall. This is the beginning. This is how they look right before it all falls apart. This is what happens before martial law. This is what happens before, you know, it, it's like that, the, the old thing, the, the saying, and I remember from uh, the, the Holocaust from World War II is first they came for them, first they, then they came for them, then they came for them, and then they came for me. This is a slippery, slippery slope we have to stop this. We have you to need, start. It needs to be taken seriously. It needs to be taken and, seriously. And it's not, this is not okay. It's not all right. You, this is not like fighting for freedom or something. This is undermining our constitutional processes. Um, and it, yeah, it has to stop. So I will implore uh, my, uh, our, our listeners and our viewers, um, no matter how passionately you feel about the elections, the, the, the situation at hand, um, if you're in the D.C. area, if you're part of this group, go home, stop, get some sense. Uh, don't 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 take don't escalate to violence, because here's the thing. We see this happening in the Capitol. And then the next thing is you want to go up. People start taking to the streets in their local communities and innocent people get wrapped up in this. Innocent yeah. people get hurt. Our police officers are already dealing with a thousand other freaking things. They don't need this on top of it. Having to fight. American citizens. We just came out of the, the, the George Floyd uh, riots. So much damage, so many lives lost, so many people hurt. We don't need this again. This we're, is not how we want to no start 2021. What we're, what we're doing is normalizing the use of political violence, that you don't get what you want. Instead of going through the courts, you're going to the ballot box, you take to the streets, and you gun up. You pack out your gun, you go onto the streets, try to get what you want that way. It's that, a that slippery is a, that, slope. That's a, that's, a, that's a bloodbath waiting it's to a happen. Blood, it, it, it is. You're 100% right. That is not mincing worth. It's a bloodbath waiting to happen. Folks, I'm Rod Rodriguez. That was Jack Murphy. Uh, this is our analysis as it is happening right now. It is 1500 Eastern Standard Time when we did this, uh, this, this video. I hope to God, I hope that, and I hope and I pray that this resolves quickly without violence that the next time we we hit you guys back up yeah we're talking so. about uh you know next steps forward as a country this is not the way we want to start 2021 uh we will be back shortly we really need new phones t-mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iphone 15s and each line is only 25 dollars a month new iphone 15s it's better only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 